Hey friend, I'm Robin May and a few of the professional hats that I wear includes being a transformational speaker, a life coach, and a licensed therapist. And personally, well, I'm a wife, a mommy to three girls, and a pastor's wife, just to name a few. Girl, I'm over here doing all the things while trying to stay in shape and keep my skin clear. But the truth is, I don't want to be known for being busy. I think that's a scheme that somebody set up. No, I want to be known for living a life that is in perfect alignment with what God intended. And I want to help you do the same. So it's with that in mind, I'd like to welcome you right here to Intentional Conversations with Robin May and friends. Over here, we're creating a safe space to have real conversations with real women on real topics. This is a judgment-free zone where we can be vulnerable and honest and curious about our lives so that we can elevate not just what we do, but who we are. So if any of that resonates with you, again, welcome to our safe space. This is Intentional Conversations with Robin May and friends. Hey, sis, one more thing before we get started. Listen, a few years ago, I started asking women to define what happiness means to them. And when I tell you, I was shocked how hard it was for women to put into words their happiness. And the truth is, I could relate to it, girl. Life can sometimes get so crazy that it's hard to be clear on what happiness looks like and feels like to you. And so with that in mind, I created the absolutely free five-day Define Your Happy Challenge. I am on a mission to help 1,000 women define their happy. So if you're ready to get clear about what makes you happy, head on over to defineyourhappy.com. Okay, that's it for real now, y'all. Let's get started with this week's episode. Hey girl, it's Robin May and welcome or welcome back to Intentional Conversations with Robin May and friends. I am so happy that you are here. I don't take it for granted that you are listening or watching me right now. I really, really appreciate it. And it is my prayer that I am helping you to elevate not just what you do, girl, but elevate who you are. Listen, can you do me a favor? If you're watching this podcast on YouTube, can you subscribe to the YouTube channel and leave a comment? As I always explain, when you do that, it helps YouTube to know that you want this to move up the algorithm. And if you're listening to this on your favorite podcast app, can you leave a review and share it with your people? It is my goal that more and more people are joining us in our community and we have so much more in store. So if you are listening to this on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Podcast Addict, that's where I listen to all my podcasts, wherever you are listening, if you could leave a review, give me five stars, girl, help your girl out. All right, y'all. So I am doing something a little bit different with this episode. It is my goal to do this periodically. Okay. So every two months, maybe every three months, I don't know how frequently, but what I want to do is to make sure that I take some time to review what we've talked about so far. So if you've been with me throughout the podcast, you know that we have some pretty in-depth conversations 
And I love that girl. That's the kind of girl I am. I like for us to really, really dive deep and have some good conversations, but I'm also realistic. And I know that sometimes it's a lot to digest at once, right? Some of you have told me, girl, I split the podcast up into two, two or three segments. I listen to a little bit in the morning. I listen to some in the afternoon and then in the evening, girl, however you listen, I'm just happy that you are listening. So periodically, I want to stop and allow you some time to catch up on what we've talked about so far. So that's what I'm going to do today. Very quickly, I am going to do a brief recap of what we've talked about over the last eight episodes. Yes, we're going to do a quick recap. And not only that, I'm going to give you some time stamps that you can go back to those episodes and go to that time stamp to catch it out to catch it out, to catch to catch up with it or to check it out. Now, listen, I'm also going to put those timestamps on the resources page. So make sure you go to robinmayonline.com slash podcast. When you scroll down, you'll see a link that says resources. We'll go to episode nine. That's this episode. And I will have all the timestamps of the particular parts of the episodes that I want you to check out. Okay. So let's go ahead and dive into the recap. Now, for those of you who may be new to the podcast, let me describe our podcast to you. It is our podcast, girl. It's not just mine. It's ours. So let me describe it to you. Here at Intentional Conversations with Robin May and Friends, my goal is for the most part, we're going to focus on a certain topic and we're going to spend time with that topic for maybe five, sometimes seven episodes. That allows us to really go into much discussion. I can bring my friends on and we can really unpack whatever that topic is. I call them series. And then every once in a while, we'll have standalone episodes that are not a series. It's just a standalone topic. And so as we started out intentional conversations with Robin May and friends, we started it out with a pretty deep conversation. We talked about motherhood, martyrs, and mental health. Y'all, the first six episodes were focused on this topic. So let's recap very quickly episode one. Episode one was a solo episode. Girl, it was just you and me, honey. We were just here together. And this is where I unpacked for you why I wanted to talk about this topic. Now, again, the podcast launched in May. And May, as you know, is the month of mothers with Mother's Day and is Mental Health Awareness Month. So as I was preparing to launch the podcast, I thought that was the best topic since that was the theme of the month. So during episode one, girl, I shared my perspective of motherhood and how I often feel different when it comes to my perspective. Let me give you the bottom line. I believe that you can be a present and active and engaged mother, but I don't believe you have to lose yourself in the process. I know, girl, I'm telling you, it always makes me feel a little bit uncomfortable when I talk about this because I think it is contrary to what a lot of people think or quite frankly, what culture has taught us. I'm going to give you the bottom line again. I believe you can be a present an active and engaged mother without losing yourself. Now, of course, it takes intention. 
intentional conversations. It takes intention and you may have ebbs and flows. There may be times when you are knocking it out the park. You are handling your role as a mother and you are still doing things to care for your soul. And then other times you may not do it as well, but I don't believe you have to be a martyr to motherhood. And for this episode, the snippet I want you to listen to is I want you to go to the 21 minute mark. So 21.11 all the way to 23.54. So you go to the 21 minute mark, scroll to 21.11 to 23.54. And during that snippet, I talk about enmeshment. Now I'm going to describe enmeshment to you. That's when there's a lack of boundaries and our roles and expectations are confused. And when it comes to parents and children, it means that parents are overly and inappropriately reliant on their children for support and the children are not allowed to become emotionally independent or separate from their parents. So during episode one, girl, I really talked about this concept of enmeshment, how I mentioned the India Ari song that says, I don't know where I end and you begin. And listen, I understand how difficult it is. There was a time when I realized I was riding the emotional roller coaster of my children. If you're new here, let me tell you, I have three daughters. So as you can imagine, there are a lot of emotions flying around the house. And so I had to learn to not ride their emotional roller coaster. They needed me to stay stable. Well, when your relationship is enmeshed, that can be very difficult to do. So again, during this episode, I am recapping during this episode right here, episode nine, I am recapping our first eight episodes. And I just share with you the highlight from episode one. Again, it's the 21.11 minute mark to the 23.11. 54 minute mark. And I talk about this idea of enmeshment. And I want you to ask yourself a question. Am I enmeshed when it comes to my relationship with my children? Listen to the definition of enmeshment. Listen to the entire episode so that you can get that. And then really ask yourself that question. So then we moved on to episode two and three. And during these episodes, one of my very best friends, Dr. Tara was with us. Dr. Tara is a pastor's wife of 20 plus years. She is a powerful speaker. She is an author of multiple books. And we had such a good time during our episode. During episode two with Dr. Tara Girl, we talked about what it looks like to set boundaries in your life as a woman, And as a mother, I want you to listen to the 13 minute mark, 13.40, all the way to the 18 minute mark, 18.04. So the point whatever are the seconds. So the 13 minute mark, 40 seconds, all the way to the 18 minute mark, four seconds. That's when we really dive into the topic of boundaries. Dr. Tara asked me a question. She said, how do you begin to make a change when this is what you've done all your life? Listen, even if you're not a mother, you can relate to that. When you think about what makes it difficult for you to set boundaries, Dr. Tara said, listen, what if this is what you've always done? How do you begin to do something different? And I really broke that down to her. And I said, it starts with being vulnerable. Talk to the people in your life and let them know where your challenge is and what you are needing. But then the bottom line is you teach people how to treat you. Yes, even your man, even your children. Girl, yeah, even your boss, you teach people how to treat you. And so that's the importance of setting boundaries. So we dived into that part of the conversation. And 
for a side note here, we even came up with a new gathering called Rebrand Your Life. So look out for it, honey. We're going to launch that soon, Rebrand Your Life. So then we continued in our conversation for episode three, and we talked about how so many women are so exhausted. Girl, we are going, 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 and we rarely give ourselves the time to just take a deep breath. We're juggling so many things. We're taking care of so many people. We often forget to put ourselves on the list. One of the things you have to ask yourself is, where did I learn that behavior? If you can relate to that and you're saying, I just go, 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 and I never give myself a chance to just breathe, ask yourself, where did I learn that behavior? But I want you to listen to the five minute mark, five minutes and 45 seconds, all the way to the nine minute mark and 35 seconds. Remember, these timestamps are going to be on the resources tab. So five minutes to the 45 seconds, all the way to nine minutes, 35 seconds. That's the timestamp I want you to listen to. And during that time, Dr. Tara shared a lesson that she had learned from one of her girlfriends. Now, Dr. T and I have been friends for over 30 years, and she has shared this with me so many times, and it's such a blessing. So I want to share it with you now, but make sure you go listen at the five-minute mark. She says, there are some things that you cannot delegate in your life. When you think about how tired we are, how much we are working, how overwhelmed we are, she says, there are some things that you cannot delegate in your life. There are some things that only you can do, but there are a lot of things that you can delegate. So if you want to be available for the things only you can do, and you want to be available to do those things well, you will need to find support for what others can do. And she talked about how often when you hear that, you think, girl, I can't afford that. Or you think, I just don't know how I would be able to do that. Think creatively. Maybe you and your girlfriends can do some type of barter situation. It may be easier than what you think, but there are some things that you cannot delegate. Baby, there are some things with my man that I cannot delegate, right? There are even some things with my children that I'm not willing to de delegate. But one of the things that you can delegate, speaking of children, if you have children old enough, some of those chores you're doing, sis, you can go ahead and delegate them to the kids. And so I want you to really consider that. It was such a great conversation with Dr. Tara. So that conversation, again, is at the five minute and 45 second mark all the way to the nine minute and 35 second mark. All right. So next up episodes four and five. I had another one of my girls, Dr. Tori. Dr. Tori is a psychologist and a therapist. She is my girl. We've worked together for many years. She's at the top of my referral list. And during this episode of episode six, she was with me for, I'm sorry, she was with me for episodes four and five. And so during episode four, y'all, we got into one of the biggest issues that I see in my counseling practice, y'all. One of the biggest issues that I see now is what could be termed or coined mommy issues. Girl, now mommy issues is not necessarily a clinical term, but it does describe a woman who has a challenging relationship with her mother. Now, that conversation starts at the 25 minute mark and it goes all the way to the 28 minute mark in 16 seconds. So go to the 25 minute mark, go all the way to the 28 
minute mark and 16 seconds, we identify at that point the symptoms of mommy issues. What are some of the symptoms of mommy issues? I'm going to give those to you. It is an inability to experience deep connections. It is clinginess. It is unaffectionate or you need too much affection, overly critical or overly independent. Now, I'm sorry, not overly independent, but that might be it too. Overly dependent. Now, let me back up for a minute. I didn't talk about this much on the episode, but I'm going to go ahead and go here. See if you went ahead and listened to this episode, you get a little bonus. I didn't talk about this much in the episode, but I do have a theory about why I'm seeing mommy issues more than what we've heard before, which is daddy issues. Okay, let me give you my theory on this. So I believe that the relationship between a mother and a daughter, and and researchers have said this, that the relationship between a mother and a daughter or a mother and her son, just a mother period, is often... um, I don't know if the word is glamorized or is if the word would be better as um, glamorized or it is made to be um, just so perfect and beautiful. You don't often hear or people have a hard time admitting if they have a challenging relationship with their mother because the idea of it is so um, like a fantasy. That's the word I'm looking for, like like if, like it's a fantasy. Well, when it comes to daddy issues, particularly in the African-American community, it has almost been presented as if it is common for people to have issues with their fathers or for their fathers to be absent. It is almost presented as if that is common. And what's interesting to me is that that is so not my reality. Most of the people in my world, in my friendship circles or um, in my uh, intimate life, most of those people have both their mother and their father in their life. They grew up with their mother and father, but culture would tell you, society would tell you, absentee fathers are the norm. And I understand why that's the case. I understand the historical realities of that. I understand how slavery, quite frankly, played a part into that being a very real reality. And so what began to happen is that I believe over time, daddy issues were talked about so much and it became more commonplace for people to have a disconnect from their father that they don't talk about it as much in therapy but honey this conversation about your challenges with your mother are really starting to come into an awareness as people are coming into more of awareness of themselves so i believe that's why that's showing up more people are starting to understand themselves more and question why what they're experiencing and they're finding more freedom and acknowledging something isn't right and so they are bringing it up in therapy more okay so let me stress that you can also be impacted by your relationship with your mother even if you have what would be a very healthy relationship with your mother so regardless especially as a woman, and that's who I'm talking to on this podcast, as a woman, your relationship with your mother has a direct impact on how you show up in the world. Let me give it to you again. Your relationship with your mother has a direct impact on how you show up in the world. Your relationship with your mother directly impacts how you connect with other people. Your relationship with your mother dictates your expectations of yourself. It influences, I should say, it influences your expectations of yourself. So even if you were to say, I had a very positive or I have a very positive relationship with my mother, you still want to unpack the impact 
of that relationship. Okay, okay. So then we move on to episode five with Dr. Tori, and we continued the conversation about our relationships with our mom, and we began to unpack a, a very important therapeutic theory called attachment theory. So basically, attachment theory suggests that how we show up as adults is directly impacted by our relationships with our primary caregivers. And so if you missed this episode, again, Dr. Tori really goes into depth about this. So I want you to make sure you check it out. So if you missed that episode, again, it's episode five with Dr. Tori. And I really want you to check it out as she unpacks attachment theory. Now, I want you to specifically listen to the nine minute mark and 33 seconds all the way to 12 minutes and 22 seconds because Tori really breaks down attachment theory and our attachment styles. So the timestamp is nine minutes and 33 seconds to 12 minutes and 22 seconds. During that conversation, she talks about insecure attachment, avoidant attachment, and secure attachment. And not only that, for this episode on the resources tab, I provide you a quiz that you can take so that you can understand your attachment style. Listen, your attachment style is directly impacting how you're connecting with other people. So you really want to understand that. So go to robinmayonline.com slash podcast, scroll down to resources and go to episode five. All right, girl. Then we moved on to episode six, which is the conclusion of motherhood, martyrs, and mental health. And baby, we concluded the series with me breaking down something I think all women, mothers or not, can relate to, and that is mom guilt. Now, why do I say all women can relate to it, even if they're not mothers? Because as I unpack it, you'll begin to understand you may be struggling with some mom guilt, friend guilt, uh, boy, uh, uh, significant other guilt, daughter guilt, spouse guilt. Often as women, we struggle with guilt in so many ways. We want to show up a certain way or we want to meet people's needs. And when we feel like we are falling short or when people tell us we're falling short, we can have guilt around that. Now, during this episode, I shared that mom guilt can be defined as the feelings of guilt and shame some people feel when they don't live up to their own or they don't live up to other people's expectations in their role as a parent. It's like an internal dialogue that tells you that you are failing as a caregiver. Every single time I read that definition, y'all, it gets me. Let me give it to you again. Mom guilt is when the feelings of guilt and shame come upon us when we feel like we're not living up to our own or other people's expectations in their role as a parent. It's like an internal dialogue that tells you you are failing as a caregiver. Now, during this episode, I share with you the four ways to deal with mom guilt. This is the actual way I deal with it when it rears its ugly head in my life. So where is that timestamp? It's at the 25 minute mark and 19 seconds all the way to the 32 minute mark and 26 seconds. So 25 minutes and 19 seconds all the way to 32 minutes and 26 seconds. I go into depth on these four ways you can handle mom guilt, but let me give it to you very quickly. Number one, you acknowledge it, girl. Number two, you talk about it. 
Number three, you reframe it. And then number four, you use it. So number one, you acknowledge it. You admit that you're struggling with mom guilt. This is what I'm dealing with. Number two, you find a safe space. We're going to talk about safe spaces in a minute. You talk, you find a safe space to talk it out. You reframe it. You put it into perspective by talking out exactly what you're experiencing. And when you reframe it, often you'll realize, girl, you're tripping, right? And then number four, you use it. In those cases, when you discover, wait a minute, I maybe should be showing up differently, you use it to empower you to be the mother or the woman you want to be. Again, that was the conclusion to our series on motherhoods, motherhoods, on motherhood, martyrs, and mental health. Now, as a reminder, during this episode, episode nine, I am recapping our first eight episodes so that you can go back and check out any episodes that you missed. Some of y'all are like, I didn't miss it, but let me go back and take some notes. I want you to do whatever you got to do. So far, we have recapped episodes one through six. We have two more episodes to go. And then I want you again to choose which episode you missed so that you can go check it out, okay? So episodes seven and eight are what I call standalone episodes. They're not a part of a series. They're one-off topics. So episode seven, it's called, But Why Are You a People Pleaser? And yes, honey, we talk about people pleasing. During this conversation, we explore the six reasons you may be a people pleaser. And I share with you six strategies to go ahead and cut it out, honey, to stop all that people pleasing. And so I really believe this is a great episode to help you understand yourself better. The timestamp for the six reasons you may be people pleasing can be found at the 25 minute mark and 23 seconds through the 34 minute mark and 35 seconds. But let me give you the six reasons now. You may be a people pleaser because one, you're copying a learned behavior. You saw your mama, your auntie, your grandmama, and your cousin doing this behavior, and you're copying a learned behavior. Two, you are driven by an emotional longing or an emotional need. So that's why you're people pleasing. Three, if you are a woman of faith, you may have a certain spiritual gift, but if it is not balanced or the word I use, if it's not consecrated as a spiritual gift, then it can be misused. Number four, you may be people pleasing because you have little to no boundaries. And then number five, you have a low tolerance for someone else's response or their reaction to you saying no. And finally, number six, we people please because not only can we not tolerate their response, we have a hard time tolerating or being able to handle our own emotions. We feel guilt. We feel shame. We feel bad. We feel um, scared about what's going to happen in the relationship. And so we continue in that pattern of behavior. Baby, I broke it all the way down for you. So go to the 25 minute mark and 33 seconds, all the way to the 34 minute mark and 35 seconds. Girl, we are already at episode eight. Girl, in episode eight, we talked about one of my favorite topics, and that is safe spaces. Okay, so safe spaces are the connection you have in your relationships that allow you to be vulnerable and open without 
fear of judgment or retribution. So the very word vulnerable means to be wide open. You are literally putting yourself at quote unquote risk. Somebody can harm you when you are vulnerable. Just think about that word. And many of us, honey, we don't play those games because we haven't found safe spaces where we can be wide open, right? And so during this episode, I lay my case for why you need a safe space. Listen, our safe spaces allow us to make sure that we're showing up in life the way we intend to show up in life. During this episode, I remind you that you may know your intention, but you don't know how others are experiencing you, girl. And so you are wondering why you're feeling disconnected from people or why you're not having the sustained relationships you want. You want to make sure that you are landing the way you intend to land and safe spaces allow us to get clarity about that. Now, I want you to go to the 21, the 20 minute mark in 21 seconds, all the way through to the 21 minute mark in 18 seconds. So 20.21 all the way through to 21.18. I want you to listen to that part of the conversation because during that conversation, I talk about blind spots, blind spots. We often operate out of our blind spot, girl, and all of us have a blind spot. During that segment, I talk about the Jahari window. You can see this visual on our resources page for, again, episode eight. But during the episode, I was breaking down the four quadrants of the Jahari window. And girl, I couldn't remember one of the quadrants. So I want to give them all to you now. So one of them is the things you know about yourself and everybody knows it about you. So for example, I know I'm a black woman and everybody who sees me knows I'm a black woman. So that's the thing that I know and everybody knows. Then another quadrant are things I know about myself, honey, that you don't know, that other people don't know, that nobody else knows. Now, if you think I'm gonna tell you what it is right now, you're sadly mistaken. (laughs) So the other quadrant are things that I know about me that nobody else knows about me. A third quadrant are the things that I don't know about me and nobody knows about me. They call that the unknown. The things I know about me, I don't know about me, and the things nobody knows about me. That's the unknown quadrant. But honey, the fourth quadrant or the quadrant that I want us to talk about in that segment is our blind spot. Those are the things that you don't know about you but honey everybody else knows it everybody else is seeing it everybody else is thinking it and you are operating out of that blind spot because girl you just don't know and that's where your safe space comes and they're able to tell you girl you don't even know you're landing like this honey i'm so grateful for my safe spaces because they will pull my coattail they'll tap me on the shoulder a girl on reality TV one day said, who can, who going to check me, boo? Baby, you better have some folks who can check you. And that blind spot is where you invite your safe spaces in. Again, that timestamp is the 20 minute mark and 21 seconds all the way through to the 21 minute and 18 seconds. Girl, that's it. That is a recap of our first eight episodes. So 
I always want y'all to DM me on Instagram. So what I want you to DM me today is tell me which, or whenever you listen to this podcast, tell me which of the episodes you're going to go back and listen to because of this episode. Like I said, periodically, I'm going to do this just to make sure I'm giving you some time to catch up on everything that we have been talking about. Listen, I don't want this podcast to be a one and done, that you listen to the episode one time and nothing changes. I really want our conversations to help you live life, to live intentionally, to dive all the way in, to live fully engaged where you're embracing all aspects of your life. I really want this podcast to be a place that's helping you elevate not just what you do, girl, not just what you produce, but who you are just in your being. I want to help you grow and become everything that God has called you to be. All right, girl, that's it. Until next time, continue to live intentionally, fully engaged. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Intentional Conversations with Robin May and friends. Listen, these conversations are to help you live intentionally, fully engaged, to help you elevate not just what you do, but who you are. And listen, I am committed to being in the trenches with you. If you haven't already, make sure you head on over to youcanlivelife.com slash academy. Yes, girl, the academy doors are open. This is where you get to dive into further conversations on our podcast topics. We get to dive into the trenches of the life course, the course that I have created to help you create the life that you long for. And we get to have monthly office hours where you can ask me any questions you have about all of this. Girl, Life Academy is where we can do life together. So head on over to youcanlivelife.com slash academy.